Who the hell just followed me on Twitter? Me. Snap. Jade? Just turned 22 and horny. All right, you're blocked. <laughs> hey, send her my way. <laughs> this oh is totally a <laughs> Oh, I forgot Nat's in here. Blocked. Hey, Nat, how you doing? Blocked. <laughs> Instant block. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Geek Day podcast, where we turn your weekday into a geek day. I actually remembered what number we're on, also because wow. it's on the document right in front of me. Also because so, I did this. Also because Dan did this. He's very excited about episode 10. Yep. Uh, where we turn your weekday into a geek day. I am one of your hosts, Robert Tijerina, and with me today, as always, we have Miss Popceptive herself. Miss Natalie Ibarra. Wow. Nat, how are you doing today? Good. I'm doing well. I also would just like to say we are a little late coming on because Robert was talking about baby metal to me before. <laughs> oh, me and Dan were both talking we were about both baby metal. We were both doing it. Okay, yeah, and yeah, And we were yeah, like, yeah. this is more important than the show right now. <laughs> J-Metal is like... J-Metal, J-Pop. Chef's Kiss. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Also, another J metal fanatic, Mr. Dan Gomez. Dan, how do you feel about baby metal? I well, first of all, I would not say that I am a J metal J pop <laughs> fanatic. That's that's taking it a little too far. Uh, baby metal is good. It has my seal of approval. Interesting. It's catchy. You've never listened to baby metal. Uh, if you don't like metal music, you're not gonna like it. Uh, but if you don't like Japanese music. You're not gonna like it, but so you probably. If you like Japanese schoolgirls, if you like Japanese schoolgirls, you'll like it. You might like it, yeah. <laughs> and that's visibly uncomfortable right now. <laughs> we also talked about what Air Buddies. Oh yeah, uh, we talked about Air Bud and, and uh, Palestine versus uh, Israel. Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was very. Oh, and Elmo and having Elmo his own talk as show. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you know the important things in life. We should I really mean, have a I show feel like before the show. Know that. Elmo yeah, yeah. has a talk show. In case you did not know, now you're in, in the know. But, yeah, it's on HBO Max if you're a subscriber. Just, uh, yeah, just download that. And then, honestly, uh, it's fantastic. Actually, I actually haven't seen a single episode, but I'm sure it's fantastic. <laughs> it kind of looks like John Oliver. Yeah. It has, like, yeah, John Oliver mixed with Elmo. So, I don't know. I'm super, I'll, honestly, I'm going to check it out tonight because I have literally nothing else to do. Except for all your homework. Hey, okay, we're not going to talk about all that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but instead of me doing my homework, I want to know what y'all guys have been doing and what y'all guys have been uh, watching this week. What, uh, what's something new? Dan, I want to start with you, man. What you've what you been watching? I know you gotta, you finally have like a week to kind of relax from like moving in and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely. you finally get some time in to watch some stuff? So um, I have watched the second episode of Raised by Wolves, like I was talking about the other day. Um, really cool, really interesting. I'm definitely going to keep up with that. Still watching the weekly episodes of The Boys, of course. Love The Boys. Um, and then uh, what's the other one? Lovecraft Country, keeping up with that as well. But you always introduce me as the Dark Soul. And so I figured, hey, there's a game that came out about a month ago that I haven't gotten to that's very Dark Souls-like. And it's the one that you actually showed me, and it was Mortal Shell. It was a Dark Souls... Is it out already? Yeah, it's out. It's been out for like a month. I don't know that. Yeah. It was made by a really small developer. I can't remember the name of it right now, and I feel really bad. But it was in like secret development for a while, and they finally released a trailer a few months ago, and Rob had sent me the trailer. And I was like, whoa, this looks really cool. It looks 
like it plays like Dark Souls, but it's got its own kind of grimy aesthetic to it. And so uh, this past week, I was like, you know what? I'm going to download it and I'm going to play it. And it was good. I liked it a lot. Um, it oh, you re- beat it already? Oh, yeah. It's it's incredibly short. It's incredibly oh, short. Okay. There is the initial area, and then you have like three temples to do, and then it's the final boss. And Oh, wow. That's really yeah, short. It's, it's really short, but what makes your experience longer is how hard it is. It's a really hard game, like really hard because the health items that you find or buy in that game don't give you too much health back. And your main method for getting health back is to parry and the parry system. Yeah, the parry system. It's like half a second after you press the parry button. So you have to master that parry if you want to get your health back. And um, it's... it's Is a, the parry system as bad as uh, Fallen Order? Because um, Fallen Order was pretty bad. It, it was a little bit more polished. There were some times okay. where I was like, how did I not parry that? Because, you know, I guess small developer, not every glitch was kinked out or whatever. But it was... It was fairly polished for it being such a small like i said a small developer um i really enjoyed the aesthetic of it i love the challenge it was so great the mysticism of it all there was no clear-cut story it was all just told through items and vague dialogue you get from the few characters that you actually interact with and it was cool i liked it a lot um but my only complaint is that it was very short and artificially making it longer by making it harder than your standard Souls game. Kind of a cheap way to go, but I understand why they did it. It was really good, and if you like Dark Souls or uh, Sekiro or any of the games made by FromSoft, I would highly recommend this game. It's a it's a, it's a a fun little time, and it's only 30 bucks. It's not a $60 oh, game. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I hate Dark Souls. We, me and Dan, I think like this is how me and Dan became friends, were, uh, <laughs> I was like, I, I know exactly. Nerd, I know obviously. exactly how we became friends. I'll, I want to see how you say it real quick. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so basically, we were talking, and I could tell Dan was a nerd. So I was like, "Oh, Dan, you play video games?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course I do. I'm not, you know, I'm not from like the 1970s or whatever." I was like, "Oh, cool, cool, cool." So I was like, "What games do you play?" And he's like, "Oh, I play like uh, Dark Souls and you know Bloodborne." And I'm like, "Oh, so you like playing bad games?" <laughs> and that's when and I proceeded to fine. roast Rob in front of the entire restaurant, <laughs> and I said, "Well, look at me. I'm Rob. I like to watch Overwatch instead of play it. I prefer to watch so people bad. play video games instead he of actually playing them." So, he was so triggered. It was so funny. <laughs> Uh, asshole robbler. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drink to that. It was very funny because, like, I think me and Dan have been like, like friends for like a week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you like playing bad games? And he like walked to the door and he just destroyed me in front of the kitchen and then walked away. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone just like looked at me like, <laughs> and I was losing my crap. Yeah. It was so bad. Good times. Be- good times. Before good times. the corona. Anyways, before the corona, before we both before left the job corona. for bigger and better things but next nat i want to know what you've been watching what you've been doing i um have not been watching too much stuff lately i have been on tiktok a lot because i thought tiktok was going to not (laughs) exist anymore after like sunday or something so i was trying to get into 
get as much TikTok in before I have to get cut off. It sounds like it's like a drug. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I gotta get that one last hit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I was on TikTok a lot. I have been watching, um, I rewatched The Promised Neverland. I don't know if you guys have seen that. That's next on my list to watch. It is so good. I highly suggest you watch it. And for those of you that have not um watched it it's like a mystery suspense thriller that it's like the series that surrounds these three kids um emma ray and norman and as you watch them you're trying you're watching them kind of find out that they're like isolated orphanage is not exactly what it seems and so um, i'm trying not to give any spoilers i feel like that was a really bad synopsis but that's perfectly fine um, <laughs> it's really well written and the world just kind of continues to pull you in with like these um these really like intelligent protagonists you have like these um really like detailed and uh well like multi-dimensioned um antagonists you have like this overlying arc like everything this like just leaves you like on the edge of your seat like there's multiple times where Sometimes, like, I pause it because I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know if I'm going to be pleased with what's going to happen. It's just, it does a really good job of just, like, pulling you in and keeping you in there. So, also, I think season two was supposed to come out in October, which is why I was, like, re-watching it. But because of COVID, it got pushed back to January of 2021. Oh, so, Jan- Everything's good. I know, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a little topical. foreshadow to what we're talking <laughs> about today. But um, it got pushed back. Also, apparently... There's going to be a live action because when I was trying to figure out when season two was going to come out, I found out that there's actually a live action version in development um, of The Promised Neverland by the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse uh, co-director. Um, oh, Phil and Lord? Uh, uh, Ro- Phil Lord and Miller? No, it, it was uh, Rodney Rothman, I believe. Um, never heard anything yeah so apparently but there's been no casting or anything and i'm not too excited about that so watch the anime don't watch the live action when it comes out because the live action versions are never good i don't like them ever yeah there is uh i forgot they announced the live action remake of uh your name i don't know if y'all both seen (gasps) your name You've told me about it. I did not know that. Yeah. But that's a really Uh, good movie. Definitely watch. I think actually Olivia still probably has my copy of it. Mm. Um, I don't know. Actually. You have a DVD? I do. I do have a Well, it's a Blu-ray, so chill. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm a little more high class (laughs) than DVD. We're 2020 now. We're 2020. I can get the 4K if I want to. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. But yeah, so they announced the... um, (laughs) um they yeah they announced a live action version of your name and i it's either directed or produced by jj abrams so i don't know if that gives me confidence or uh you know a little bit of like a no one of the things uh, that made that movie so good was like the how the the, how beautiful yes like the animation was just gorgeous jj abrams is not beautiful jj <laughs> <laughs> abrams does some really nice looking stuff no he if does. you look at star trek and star wars like uh it's it's beautiful uh but some of the stuff that i've been watching so i've been i've been trying to do this thing where i watch at least like two movies or like finish two things a week uh so i did three i did two movies in a game uh so i want to talk about i talked a little bit about uh, chill dan which means i have no <laughs> life <laughs> hey i'll drink to uh, that yeah, yeah hell yeah <laughs> um so the first thing i watched I tweeted about it uh, was uh, Devil All the Time. 
Um, and it is a very, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, but every, people that have been asking me about it, they're like, okay, how would you describe the movie? And I'm like, it is a mix of The Departed and like Tarantino. So if you've seen Departed by Scorsese and like any Tarantino movie ever, um, it has like the like I'm trying to I'm trying it's to think. Like, I've been trying novel, to like right? I believe so. But I've been trying to wrap my head around how to explain this movie since I've watched it. And it's it's literally like think of like a generational family movie where it's like it starts off with the dad and then it goes to the son and it, the rest of it is the son's story. Uh, but you see a lot of like the main like uh, I guess theme in the beginning and then like you yeah you see it travel over uh, but it has like narration in it because like it's obviously based off a book uh, but I think it honestly helps it a lot and then you're kind of like okay why do they introduce these characters and then as the the movie continues to go along you're like oh okay and it like makes you kind of like really uneasy um, I definitely recommend if you like Tarantino-esque or uh, Scorsese-esque movies, I would say give it a watch. Uh, I gave it like a... I think I gave it like a 78. Uh, uh, like 78 out of 100. Because it's, it's good, but it's not like the best movie. Tom Holland is fantastic in it. Bill Skarsgård, fantastic in it. Um, it is like... It is. It has some really great performances within this movie. Mm. Robert Pattinson has like a really weird accent, but he plays such a good scumbag. Dude... Dudley from Harry Potter is in this movie. Oh wow, uh, he's fit. Yeah, now. he. Huh? I said he's. He's super skinny. Is, yeah, yeah, like yeah. He's, yeah. Super, he's lost weight. Yeah, like he um, and he's in this movie, and he's so good. Like uh, for how long he's in this movie, he is so good. Um, but the next thing that I did was a game called "What Remains" of Edith Finch. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever heard this one. Uh, and so it's, uh, it's an indie game. Uh, I got it off of Xbox game pass and I'm, I'm trying to bump up my gamer score. I'm trying to get to at least 50 K before the end of this year. Uh, so it was going to be like an easy, like 1000, uh, 1000 gamer score for me. Uh, so I was like, Oh, whatever. I'm not going to pay attention to the story. I'm just going to go through it and just do like the achievements that I need to Cause It's only like a two hour game. Um, but man, actually the story to this one is really, really good. It was, it's, um, basically there is this family curse and, uh, the main character, Edith goes back to her family house after moving out for like four or five years. She's like 17 years old and her mom's like, we got to get out of here because we got to escape the family curse. So she goes back to the house for the first time and the house is very, um, very weird. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a monster house where it's like you walk in and like as more family members become, become part of the, the family, like are born, they build like another story to the house and another story. So like as it goes up, it just um, becomes like a more mangled monster. But each room is very specific to that character. And so bas- it's literally like a walking simulator. Like you don't do like there's no shooting, there's no punching, no nothing. You're just walking through the entire game and... Um, you just live the story. So like the first one is Mo- is the girl named Molly. Uh, she's like eight years old and her mom sends her to bed without supper. So like uh, you open up her diary as Edith and you go into her story. And like, she's talking about how hungry she is and how uh, she goes and she eats these berries to like, try and like make her hungry, like berries that are in her room to make her like not hungry anymore, like sat- satisfy her hunger. And um, you just see her like slowly, like, not like lose her mind but like 
experience this sort of like vivid dream and it's like it's so crazy there's one scene in this game that i believe is one of the most creative things that i've seen inside of a video game ever and it's a it's a story about um a character named lewis if you're gonna play the game i'm not going to spoil it for you i would say go watch it if you're if you're not interested in the entire game if you don't want to spend the 30 dollars do it or if you have game pass it's on there for free um but I would say just watch that scene because it is they do this really weird thing where it's it talks about him having like depression and how he's at this like super like menial labor job. He's he works at a cannery cutting off fish's heads. So like uh, with one with one stick on your right stick, you're just grabbing fish and putting it into um the chopper basically. And then with your left stick, you're in his imagination on the left side of the screen. And as he gets more deeper and deeper into his imagination, it takes up more and more of the screen until finally, like, the imagination takes over. And it is one of the most creative, one of the most beautiful, like, and depressing scenes I've seen ever in a video game. So I completely, if you like story games and you just want to check that out, you can just watch the clip. Honestly, it's like five minutes of that part, but definitely check that out. And the last thing... I promise I'll wrap it up, uh, is uh, Spirited Away. I watched Spirited Away for the uh, first time ever, all the way through. I've seen, I was talking to them before, and they're like, how have you never seen it? Um, it it's good. It's a great movie. Uh, but the other times that I have seen it has been at like 3 in the morning, where I'm like just so tired, or I'm in this like weird half dream, half awake land, and... I just don't understand anything that's going... My brain is, like, shut off. So it's just, like, my eyes taking in information, but nothing is going in. Uh, so I started Spirited Away because I'm going to start a Miziaki... Um, uh, just a Miziaki watch, because I haven't seen... Honestly, I haven't seen, like, all of them. So I'm going to start... I just wanted to get dropped in with, like, the most popular one, and then I'm going to start in the very beginning with the very first Miziaki movie. Nice. Uh, but I'm I very like excited that for that. I always think it's of animated... Movie, yeah food that i'd like to try and i know that food like turns them into pigs but i would still eat it because it looks delicious i think that looks delicious that is one of my beauty of animated yeah that is one of my top animated foods i'd like to eat that in a krabby patty a krabby patty (laughs) hell yeah well I'm done talking about all my stuff. Uh, I want to start digging into the actual show part of this because we took up, well, I took up a lot of time talking about the stuff that I did. Uh, but I want to bring in a brand new game. So we're going to put uh, Civil War off for one more week and see kind of how we feel about this one. And I actually have not told Nat or Dan what this game is called. So I want to introduce you guys into a game called B Movie or BS. So wait, are we talking is, like Jerry Seinfeld B movie? Or <laughs> I had a feeling you were gonna ask that, <laughs> but no, we're talking about Hollywood horror B movies. So I wrote a little thing because I'm terrible at explaining things, and I just needed to write it down. So this is a game where I have cultivated two separate lists. One list has either well-known or unknown B-list horror movies, and the others are titles that I created from a random movie title generator. Each contestant will have a chance to guess which title is real and which is fake. If you guess correctly, you get a point. You are allowed to stack answers. So that means if both contestants agree on the same title, y'all guys can both you can both pick that. It's not like okay. oh I have to pick the other okay. one or whatever. Uh, no, it's you you get to actually pick. So these are crazy names um, that I looked up. I spent earlier today 
uh, creating these names or finding these movies. So I want to know, are you ready? Because some of these are really wacky. <laughs> I'm ready. Yes, so. Okay. So round one, I think we're only going to do like four of this unless you tie and then we'll do like a five. Okay. But I just really, really like this. So, okay. First movie is that, uh, and then the second movie <laughs> is Mega Lizard. So, which one do you think is real, or Mega Lizard? Lizard. Uh, let's go with Dan <laughs> first on this one. So, Dan, which one do you believe is the real movie? This is so God. Really? This is what you came up with? <laughs> this is what I came up with, man. <laughs> I wanted to see if y'all guys, if I could trick you into seeing like which one would be real and which one would be fake. Okay. So. Um, I think is just so stupid that it has to be real. So I'm going to go with S. You're going to go with S? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Nat, what do you think? I think um, Mega Lizard is real. You think Mega Lizard is yeah. real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Nat, I'm sorry to tell you no. that, but Dan is yes. right. This is the real movie. That's so I'm going to go ahead and... so bad. <laughs> Who signed off on that? <laughs> I don't know. I was looking up like just like random weird movies, and this was the, literally the first one that I wrote down on the list. Oh, man. Uh, I, this list is about 28 long. So I have like 14 real and 14 fake. God. Okay, so here is the next one. <clears throat> uh... Night of the Astro Bimbos or Zombie Ass Toilet of the Dead. Nat, I'm going to go ahead and go with you first on this one. Which one is real? Night of the Astro Bimbos or Zombie Ass Toilet of the Dead? I also could have come up with some of these. I want you to keep that in mind. I'm going to go with Night of the, what is it? What did you say? Astro Bimbos. Yeah, we'll go, I'll go with that, go one. With that That's one. the real one. That one's real? That's the real one. Yeah. Okay. Dan, oh, no. which one do you believe? Can we say neither? <laughs> no, you have to say one of the other. <laughs> one of them is real. Okay, so one, one of them, them is always is real. It's not like you're going to... One of them is okay, always okay, real. Okay. I'm not going to try and... Yeah, I'm not going to try and confuse you with, can the, you, with two fake ones. Can you indulge me in the names again? Yes. The first one is Night of the Astro Bimbos. The second one is Zombie Ass, Toilet of the Dead. I really hope that... If that's not a, actually... Um, the second one sounds less concise than the first one, so I'm going to probably go with the same one, the first the first one. So you both believe that Night of the Astro Bimbos is the real yeah. movie? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to say oh, it, but Zombie God. Ass, Toilet of the Dead, is the real movie. I just movie. want to know what the premise of that. I wonder if the toilet... Like, zombies are crawling out of toilets, or does... No, it's a zombie toilet. I looked it up. It's a, it zombie, a zombie toilet. toilet. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. So of these are all. I was going to add all the. Uh, what was it called? The all the like synopsis of it, but the document was just going to get too long and confusing. So I was just like, uh, <clears throat> okay. So the next one, let's see, because I have to like pick from both of them. Uh, da, 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 Cheerleaders and the plants. All right. That's the first one. Cheerleader and the plants. Versus Big Ass Spider. Cheerleaders and the Plants versus Big Ass Spider. That's not a movie Dan? name. That's a statement you say when you see a spider in the corner <laughs> of your room. 
Dan, which one do you think is real? Cheerleaders and the plants or big ass spider? I guess cheerleader and the plants. Cheerleader and the plants? Okay. Okay. Um, Nat, which one do you think? I'll go with cheerleaders and the plants. Both of you are choosing cheerleader and the plants as the real movie. Yes. Yes. Correct. You're both wrong. It is oh big ass God. spider. Oh my gosh. I should just start going with the Man. opposite of my gut. Yeah, right. I honestly did not think it was going to be this hard for you. <laughs> it is so hard. Okay. Then let me let me let me try and do one that's a little bit easier. I feel like it might be a little bit easier. Uh, um Child of the Blood Devouring Piranhas 4 Toothy Conquest or uh, or Wolf Cop. So the first one again is Child of the Blood Devouring Piranhas 4 Toothy Conquest or Wolf Cop. I'll go. Who wants to go I'll first? I'll go with Wolf Cop only because I first wanted to go with the Piranhas one, but I'm going to try going uh-huh. against my. That's okay, against your intuition. Yes. Okay. All right, Dan. Do you need me to read them again? No, I want to go with Wolf Cop, but I also need to play defensively. So I guess I'm going to go <laughs> with Piranha. We're going Piranha. Yeah. Well, Dan, you should have played offensively uh, because it is Wolf Cop. So it is one <laughs> to one. So we're going to do one more to kind of break the tie. Hopefully. Hopefully. If not, then we have to do another one. <laughs> we <laughs> just keep here, going over and over and over. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah. So the next one. Uh, for B-movie or BS is going to be The Giant Lizards Must Feed. Or, gotta look for another one, Uncle Sam, I Want You Dead. Hmm. The first one again, The Giant Lizards Must Feed. Or, Uncle Sam, I Want You Dead. Dan, we're gonna start with you. Um... The vagueness of Uncle Sam kind of just draws me in. Okay, so you're going to go with Uncle Sam? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Nat, which one do you believe? I'll go with... What was, what was the... It was Uncle Sam and Giant Lizards it's Must... Un- yeah, so it's Uncle Sam, I Want You Dead, or The Giant Lizards Must Feed. I'll go with Giant Lizards Must Feed. Well, Nat, you shouldn't have gone with the other one because it is <laughs> Uncle it. Sam. I want you dead. Okay, what is so that I movie? need to know. I need to know the like a quick synopsis. I'll look it up right now. <clears throat> I because I it the the poster is actually really cool uh, for what it is. Uncle Sam. Well, let me look it up too. So I, I can see the want poster. you dead. All right. So the synopsis of this movie is that. Oh, I got to go to the Wikipedia. Uh, so here. <laughs> I guess here's the plot to it. Um, See, in Kuwait, a military unit uncovers an American helicopter that was downed by friendly fire. As the wreckage is inspected, Master Sergeant Sam Harper, one of the burnt bodies within, springs to life and kills the sergeant and uh, and the major. He returns to an uh, inert state of muttering, don't be afraid, it's only friendly fire. So I'm assuming it's a zombie movie uh, during the, like, with the government. So, uh, and it is... Oh, it's a it's a movie from Greece. Apparently, it's hmm. not a United States movie. It's from Greece. So, huh? Hmm. There we go. Well, all right. 
Oh, God, wait. Does this guy actually write big stuff? Hold up. I'm very confused right now. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, no, no. Okay, I thought uh, I just, he had his own Wikipedia page. I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> did he actually write something good? But that was uh, B-movie or B-S. I decided to try something a little bit different to kind of just relieve the tension of trying to make up questions for uh, Civil War. But we'll kind of decide of which we liked a little bit more. But let's go ahead and get into some of our news because, as Nat said earlier, we have a lot to talk about, some more delay news. Mm. So here we got we got uh, that Disney announced more movie delays going into 2021. So I actually compiled a list up here of all these movies. Uh, I was very confused when I was reading this article because some of these were not like Disney movies. And then I forgot that Disney acquired everything disney acquires yeah disney just owns everything so um i was like oh these uh, the king's man is not uh what's called not a disney movie i'm like oh technically it is now huh so we got black widow being moved um being moved to may 7th 2021 shang chi will be moved from may 7th uh, to July 9th, 2021. West Side Story removed from December 18th, 2020 to de- uh, December 10th, 2021. Eternals is moving from November 5th, uh, moving to November 5th, 2021. Uh, and The King's Man, which is the, Dis- the Disney Fox movie, is being moved up from February 26th to February 12th. So there's only basically five movies, like big movies that are going to be left to this year, which is Soul on November 20th, uh, No Time to Die, which is the Bond movie, uh, November 20th, Wonder Woman 1984, which is on Christmas, uh, Death on the Nile, October 23rd, and Dune on December 18th. So, I want to ask this question just straight up. How do we feel that this is going to be the first year since 2009 that we're not going to have a Disney movie? Are y'all like completely like freaked out by this? Or are you kind of just like, oh, that's good. Like we need time. Like I'm like kind of curious what y'all are thinking. I feel like, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not particularly like upset or mourning the fact that I don't have a Marvel movie. I feel like, like I picture it like in a pipe and it's blocked right now and like everything is going to just be pouring out after this. So I with during this time I can, you know, rewatch all the other refamiliarize myself with the MCU, maybe rewatch everything, get ready as the next chapter really takes off for them. So I'm not particularly too phased by the fact that we're not going to have that too much cuz I'm really excited for the movies we have next year um particularly what is it uh shang what is it shang chi yeah i'm super excited about that movie so i don't know i'm I'm not too phased by this dan what about you man how do you feel i'm a little disappointed just because i was you know black widow looks like it's gonna be a pretty cool movie and kind of uh divulge into little more supplemental material that we didn't really have for Black Widow in any of the previous Marvel movies. Um, but my thing is, I'm afraid that people are going to go into it like, ah, oh, finally we get the Black Widow movie and it's not going to deliver on. It's not worth, it's not worth the Yeah, it was, it was going to be yeah. worth the wait. You know, they're going to go into it like, man, we waited a year and a right. half for this. <laughs> like, yeah, like, um, I don't know. Like, I'm still excited for it. I still want to go watch it, of course. And, of course, I want to really see Shang- uh, Shang-Chi introducing a brand new Marvel character that's going to hopefully withstand the next 10 years with the MCU. But 
Yeah, I mean, it is disappointing, you know, but it's it's not anything I guess they could have prevented. Maybe they could have tried the whole um, release to digital at home, like they tried with Mulan, but maybe they saw that that's not working for them so well, so they decided let's just push the movie back and let people go see it in theaters once things kind of start to clear up here in the country. I feel like they messed up with Mulan. That they they said that I think people would have bought the thirty dollar thing like a lot more if they did not say that in December it would have been free. Um, oh, did they my, say that? I, they yeah. said that literally. I think it was the day before oh. that Mulan like went quote unquote on sale. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but they were like, yeah, as soon as like I think it's like December fifteenth or something like that. They're like fifteenth uh, or twentieth, where it's like yeah, December twentieth, fifteenth, whatever. Uh, you can watch Mulan for free, and literally. It, I saw a bunch of people were like, well, I guess like Mulan doesn't come out till December then. Cause like who wants to spend $30 at home? You yeah. know, like, when you, if you're just gonna be able to get it for free and like, I feel bad, not necessarily bad, but it's like uh, good that you get to see the movie. Like when you want it, when it was supposed to come out and you're supporting Disney, uh, you know, actually like giving them the money that they technically deserve for making this movie. Uh, but you know, for the people that spent the money, I was just like, Oh, okay. Like Nat, like, do you feel like, any like not lesser but do you feel like how do i say it cheated by disney by like you know you because you spent the money to see mulan or were you just gonna see mulan like day one no matter what or like how does this make you feel i don't really know um <laughs> sorry <laughs> i was <laughs> no, listening totally but i kind of zoned out for there. like a split second <laughs> <laughs> it's fine I'm, I'm just basically asking like um like, do you feel, like, cheated by Disney because you had to pay for Mulan, or, like... You know, I knew that it was going to come out in December before, and I was going to wait for December. However, my older sister was like, let me just buy it. It's cheaper than all of us going to the movies, and we can watch it right now. And so then I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll watch it. So I didn't buy it, but, again, I... I feel like we should have just waited the couple of, like, I should say a couple weeks, but really it's a little bit longer than that, to see it stream um, for free. Like, I feel like that was such a bad marketing move on their behalf to be to say, like, hey, I want you to buy this. By the way, if you wait just a little bit longer, you're going to get it for free. That Nobody will want to buy anything mm-hmm. like that. That is, no, that is so bad. Yeah, so, like, I, I feel like that... I feel like we could have gotten Black Widow on Disney Plus, like for sure, if they did not shoot themselves in the foot. Really, yeah. you know, if like because that would have people would have paid so much money. Like, would you would have paid. seen like an actual like profit come out. Yeah, exactly. People would have paid to yeah. see this thing. Now you have to wait until uh, May, sorry, May seventh of twenty twenty one to go see this movie. Um, for the for like this list that I have in front of us right now, uh, the one that I'm kind of like, oh, that sucks, is uh, West Side Story. Uh, I've been looking forward to this movie for forever. And um, as I was like scrolling and I was looking like through like reactions of like today, cause they just posted this today. Really? Um, Rachel Ziegler, who plays Maria in the movie, uh, she just tweeted LOL. Uh, so everyone is kind of just like, Oh, did they not tell you like that? They're going to push this back. Like, was this kind of like a, Oh, we're just going to do it. Like you have no problem. Like you have nothing to do with the movie anymore. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's like something that was kind of like yeah like interesting move by disney uh if they did do that or not i would love to hear like what actually came out of that uh but like i said it sucks but you know 
we're in a pandemic, so uh, they're pro- they're making the best choice that they probably could, they probably should. You know, no, not a lot of people was gonna go out there to actually go see movies in theaters yeah. and stuff like that. Of of the movies that are coming out though, the Dune, the No Time to Die, Soul, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, uh, Death on the Nile. Or, or does that like make you want to go actually go to a theater, like, or any of those movies pushing you to go to the theater? Or you're like, ah, I Wonder can Woman is. I I would still like Wonder to Woman? see Wonder Woman. I think the first first Wonder Woman was amazing, great. It was one of the first like DC movies I've seen in a while that just really was like, wow, this is not a flaming hot piece of garbage. And so, um, I just I was I really liked it. I and I'm going to probably end up seeing the movie in the theater. Um, once it comes out, when does it come out? Do you know the the date? Uh, from what on I saw, Christmas. it comes out on December twenty fifth. Yeah, okay, on I'll probably I'll probably go check it out after it comes out. But yeah, I'm probably gonna go see that in theaters, and by then, hopefully, some of this will have fallen away. Not everybody will be so sick all the time. Hopefully. God, I hopefully. hope so. God, Fingers I hope crossed. so. Yeah. What about you, Dan? Of, of any of those movies. Do you think like that you'd be like, oh, I'm going to go see X, Y, Z? I mean, I it's an unpo- unpopular opinion, but Wonder Woman was just like okay to me. The first one, I feel like that is that movie should have been like the the bare bones. All right, this is the lowest common denominator that the DC movie should be. Um. And so because of that, I don't know how excited I am for 1984 because I have seen the trailer and it's it just gives me so much of a ripped off Ragnarok vibe with the colors and the really exciting all this and that, um, which, you know, that's kind of how the advertising went for Thor Ragnarok. And uh, I can see. Yeah, I can see that there's not some happy faces here, but yeah, I, <laughs> I Careful, Rob, they're gonna come for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I just I thought it was okay, and I feel like that was a good starting point for DC to say, hey, maybe we should do stuff more along this lines. With in terms of the uh, the first Wonder Woman, um, I don't know how I feel about the second one, just because of everything that has come out of DC since then. So that itself would not push me to go to the theater. Maybe Dune, because it does look pretty interesting. I've never seen the original, but I'm planning on it. Um, if anybody hasn't seen the original, like me, I know that it's on HBO Max. I feel like we keep bringing up HBO Max. Yeah. HBO Max, sponsor. just sponsor us, please. Please sponsor <laughs> us. Just sponsor us, please. <laughs> At this point, yeah. please. just <laughs> We're doing the heavy lifting here. <laughs> so let's be honest, all right? So, what do you have? Game of Thrones and the, the not-so-late show with Elmo? We're the <laughs> real knew? entertainment here, so... So it is on there, and I, I do plan to watch it probably within the next week. Um, but other than that, really nothing else has me itching to go to the movies yet. Um, I think it's interesting how they have Soul coming out in the the movies. Um, because I feel like it's like a family film. Lots of little kids will probably go see it, right? It's It's the animated film that we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the animated film about the guy dying in, like, yeah, I, I sh- that's all yeah. I know about it. I feel like Pixar is really weird nowadays when they're it when is. they're they're marketing their movies. Like I remember when the marketing for Coco, 
I had no idea what the movie was about. And I was like, you know, it's a Pixar movie, so I'm going to go see it no matter what. Uh, but when I finally did, like... Oh, wow. Wow. That is a very unpopular opinion. That is we're getting very spicy today. We're getting very spicy. Wow, you can feel the heat up in here. Wow. Is it summer again? Jesus. Right? My back is sweating. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. That's... <laughs> Chat getter. Um, no, I mean, like, for my movie, it would like I would say I'm going to go see Dune no matter what. I will, I will see Dune, and I will sit as far away from someone as I can. I might as well go into the hazmat they space suit. The seats. You know, they I was space like, the seats out. Yeah, they do. Okay, because uh, uh, I mean, I, I I usually go to um, when I go to see like um like a, a a movie like like Knives Out. I'll go see that at Alamo Draft House. But if it's like a movie like Dune, that's where I'm like, okay, I have to go to either an IMAX or an ABX theater. So I, I have to see in the big screen with the uh, the Dolby Atmos surround sound. Um, uh so i'll probably have to risk my life for that one uh but with uh all this marvel news of things being pushed back we did get hold up oh yeah see mickey does not like you uh, <laughs> oh um, no i'm so sorry with all mickey. this marvel news uh we did just get a trailer for wandavision that just came out um and i know dan sent i think dan sent it to yes. us i believe uh into our group chat what do y'all think about because that's technically going to be the start of phase four uh for the new marvel cinematic universe so i'm very curious to see about what y'all guys actually think about like how did you think feel about the actual thing where do you think they're going with that with this and uh like yeah i'm just like very curious what do y'all think i'll let nat go first because i may ramble a little <laughs> bit on this so i don't I'll, I'll go last um yeah i'm really excited it looks super weird and just completely i don't know like not what i was expecting for some reason in the first trailer it looks very like kooky like not really sure what's real um this world that she's built within you know within her envision um i'm excited i'm really excited i'm interested in seeing how this is going to lay the groundwork to like build into um well not build it's building into um dr strange's multiverse of madness multiverse of madness yeah yeah so i'm interested Mm -hmm. in seeing how it's going to bridge the uh because this is the first like tv show that we're having really well i know there's a couple of things that have happened in um agents of shield but i think the first tv show that we're seeing (laughs) um for um (laughs) that builds into the mcu so I'm I'm interested in seeing that as well, seeing that transition because I feel like, you know, Agents of Shield. I did not watch that show, but I have. I'm really excited. I do like Marvel's um, TV series for Agent Carter. I loved that series. I think it got canceled way too soon. I just I will always want a revival for that or a continuation of the story. Um, so I, I'm excited to kind of see what they do with this series. Yeah, I feel the same way where it's like, it's very super cool to see where they're going with this. Uh, I saw that there's like, I don't know, wait, I don't know anything about Scarlet Witch, like comics wise. So it's very cool to see like how they're going to deepen that. Apparently the character that Catherine Hahn is playing, uh, is an actual like famous witch in the comics. Or something like that. So, like, that's why she's in, like, every single, like, iteration of 
like you see in the trailer, like you see her in the seventies and you see her in the fifties. Uh, so I'm very excited to see what they do with that. that. That's also, yeah. Uh, they're also going to be, um, that's, this is going to be the premiere of, um, Rochambeau's daughter from Captain Marvel. Uh, the, you remember the little girl in Captain Marvel, she grows up and she's going to be coming her own superhero. Uh, I'm very excited to see what they do with that because there's like a really cool clip of you seeing her, being teleported like just like shot out from like i guess um i i believe what the actual story of this is supposed to be is that uh, scarlet which is taking over uh, taking over a city and the military is trying to get her out of it that's what i have been hearing so i believe like rochambeau gets shot out into like out of that thing into the actual reality so i'm very excited to see where that sort that that reach goes because it's something that we haven't really seen uh in the Marvel universe. And I'm really cool. It's really cool to see like the actual, like reality bending. Mind, yeah. yeah. Like just reality bending thing that they're actually going yeah. to do. But Dan, I know you have a lot to say about this. So I want to hear what you like. You actually have like what you really think about this. House of M. Yep. <laughs> the wine, the wine bottle that Absolutely. everybody's talking about. I'm very excited to see like actual house of M sort of stuff. House of M. Wanda's going to lose her shit. Sorry, this is the first time I think we've cussed on the podcast, but she's going to <laughs> lose her shit at the end of the show. And, it, and oh, man. And that's exactly how it's going to lead into Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Bandas. So what's happening here is Wanda is trying to cope with the loss of vision, clearly. Um, because even in the trailer, you know, the lady who he stopped, who vision stops, who's in the car is like, Am I alive? And he's like, why, why, why would you ask that? She says, because you're supposed to be dead. So it's confirmed that Vision is 1000% dead. And Mm -hmm. this whole show is going to be revolving around Wanda coping with his death, trying to fabricate these alternate realities where they live a happy life. They have a kid, maybe. Um, They just live a very nuclear family life. And, um, once she gets too deep into that and she realizes, oh, my God, everything that all this hot happiness is fabricated, it's not real. She's going to lose it. She's going to absolutely lose her mind. And I think they're setting it up to be absolutely crazy at the end of this show. Um, and I'm so excited for I'm so excited for it because it's going to open up a realm of possibilities. That's probably how they're going to introduce the X-Men, the Fantastic Four all the characters that we haven't seen yet in the MCU um, who have been um, acquired through the Fox uh, Disney deal. I think that's, that's going to be the gateway to all that stuff. Maybe not initially, but it's going to have lasting effects over the next couple of years. Definitely. Yeah. It's going to be, it's, I'm glad that this is the start of phase four. Uh, I mean, technically, uh, far from home is where you kind of got a little bit of like the multiverse talk or whatever kind of just to throw it into like oh here it's in the air like you know the multiverse now like it may exist it may not you know sort of thing uh but we're actually going to be getting results from this thing right here mm-hmm. um and people are actually trying to start to figure out what time period that this is actually going to be coming out in uh because it's been slated for this year, for 2020. Like, they're still like, hey, don't don't worry. Production's going fine. I think that this is going to be coming out at the exact same time as Mandalorian. 
Uh, Mandalorian is supposed to start October 30th. Um, so I think what they're going to do is kind of like what they did with uh, Mandalorian and uh, High School Musical, the, the series, musical yeah. The series. Yeah, which is a fantastic so show. You've never seen it. <laughs> 100 percent it is really go good. watch that go watch that show it's so good it's so underrated like it's crazy uh but i think they're gonna just be doing like okay this week this is gonna premiere this week this is gonna premiere this week this is gonna premiere because you see a halloween scene in the um oh, in yeah. the actual like trailer so i would think like they would start the show at sort of the same time because it'd be very weird to get it in november and december you know what i'm saying like I feel like it, it's got to be like, oh, there's a Halloween episode. Boom, here we go. Here's Halloween. Um, so, I don't know. What do y'all guys think? Do y'all guys think it's going to be more to, towards December, more towards November? I think that's a good point. I didn't even think about yeah. that. That Yeah, there, there's totally that scene where they have the original Vision costume on yes. Vision and the original uh, Scarlet Witch costume on um, on uh, Wanda. And it totally, like, these costumes look so great on paper but then you translate them to live action and it's like oh what are we looking at like the same yeah no the same the same type of, of vibe that you got when watching uh watchmen how they translated all those really ugly colorful tights costumes to live action it's just like oh man this is this is uh uncomfortable to look at very awkward yeah, yeah. very awkward so yeah, I, I think that's a good point. I think maybe October, late October is probably a good time for this to come out. And I think quench the thirst that all the Marvel fans have been needing the last couple of months. Please, please, Disney, we're, we're so thirsty. Please, Disney. Please quench our thirst. Please, Disney. Please, please, Disney. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and skip over our second story because the one that Dan brought up was actually a little bit more cooler than the thing I want to talk about. <laughs> if we have a little bit more time, I'll, I'll spout about how much I love Microsoft and how much, you know, I am a slut for Microsoft. Yes. Uh, Microsoft, please sponsor us. Daddy Microsoft. <laughs> uh, please, Daddy Microsoft, uh, I'll bestow, us your, uh, bestow us your blessings. But before that, we're going to talk about this brand new completely like first year thing called the hasbro pulse con so this is a to uh, the toy company hasbro has announced the first annual pulse con which is a two-day nerdy convention that is partnering with toys for tots and that's gonna be starting this weekend september 25th and the 26th and it is completely free uh so one really cool detail that's very weird that they put it at the very bottom of their website and very small but for every single viewer that goes up and watches them on their YouTube channel, which is Hasbro PostCon, uh, they're going to donate one uh, toy or game up to 100,000 pieces. So even if like you're, you don't want to watch the entire thing or whatever, go just check them out because they're going to count that as a view and that's going to go straight up into uh, some, kids, uh, some kids' hands. So please, please, please go check this out. But there's really cool stuff. Uh, they've announced some of the guests the first one is John Cena. For some reason, they said that he's from Bumblebee. Yeah, he comes um, out in the movie. And yeah, he comes out in Bumblebee. But like we've known John Cena for years <laughs> for other things. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's just because like these are uh, Hasbro properties. Right. Like they have like the, yeah, that's the toy uh, with the Transformers. Uh, you have Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters. Ashley Eckstein, uh, I believe I'm saying her name right. She's Ahsoka from Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Blessed. Uh, D. Bradley Bar uh, Baker, who voices literally every single clone and more like Wars. every single character in clone wars just every character Literally, yeah <laughs> every character uh then we have the cast of power rangers beast morphers 
uh, Joe, I, I messed up his name every single time I say it. Joe Maganiello. Maganiello. Uh, he's just the big buff dude in literally, literally everything. Uh, if you watched um, Batman versus Superman, no, Justice League, one of the two. He's uh, uh, not Deadshot. Uh, God. Ah. Hmm. Slade Wilson. Uh, oh my his, gosh. His, uh, uh, Slade. Uh, see, wait. Slade Wilson. Deathstroke. His, there you go. Oh, man. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. That took a little oh, too long. <laughs> <laughs> sorry everyone yikes how unprofessional of us yeah uh and then uh mr matthew lillard who's most notably known as shaggy or if you know him he's also in like scream and stuff like that uh he does actually really other cool stuff but everyone knows him as shaggy so good with some really awesome musical guests oh, yeah. this is what really pulled me in you got fallout boy tenacious d Ooh. and lights i am in love with lights is that why you put uh, the heart on the notes that's exactly <laughs> why i put the heart on the notes uh, I, I put it there to let everyone that wa- that reads the notes that I am in love with lights. She is fantastic. She's an amazing vocalist and she's gorgeous. Uh, but my question is, how excited does this make you? Like, is this something that you're going to act actively tune in, or are you just gonna like click in to give like the view for like the uh, the do- uh, donation? Um, I will definitely be watching for if not. The donation. I did not even know this was a thing until I saw that we were going to be talking about it today, which I thought was pretty cool. I think John Cena is super exciting. I think it's interesting how I honestly don't remember him being in the Bumblebee movie like at all. But I, yeah, he was one of the government you agents. Can see him, so. hmm, oh, interesting. Okay. I know, you know what? This is my last podcast, guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna be joining any of the but subsequent ones. I'll see you guys later. Be, um, doing a series. The Peacemaker series. Yeah, he's gonna be doing. Um, oh God, I just I sent the it to you before this. What yes, is it? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah. Peacemaker. Peacemaker series. I was gonna say the Punisher, but that's no. not it. <laughs> close. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. I think John Cena is always a lot of fun, and Matthew, what is Matthew Lillard? Like lizard, but not quite lizard. Yeah, with extra Matthew, not quite lizard. That's his name. I think he's awesome. I think he's super exciting, and I. I did not know that Joe Mang Mangan whatever You're Joe M. Major, yay! Yeah, yeah. I think it's Joe Manganiello. Yeah, Joe M. Um, I did not Joe know M. he's Joe like M. a huge. Uh, when I saw like he was there, I just recently watched through the Big Bang Theory from beginning to end, and he comes out in one episode. Um. And he, like, plays Dungeons and Dragons, and that's, like, the thing of the episode. And I did not realize he was a huge, like, Dungeons and Dragons fan. I thought that was really interesting and cool. Also, again, the um, musical guests or performances, super exciting about that. And I'm just surprised that they're, like, not having any My Little Pony um, people on the the thing. I figure they would hmm. because that seems so My popular, lady. but I don't know. There's also no Marvel stuff either, which yeah. is... Well, there is, but it's very small. It's, like, one, yeah, like one little thing. Literally one thing, and it's with the, uh, I want to say developers, but the creators of, like, the Marvel... Marvel um, uh hasbro sets and stuff like that you know it's nothing like huge that's why i didn't put a lot of the actual panels because usually what it really is it's this is just one big commercial Mm -hmm. for uh for hasbro literally the panels with the uh with special guests are literally just like hey 
how did you create the movie or the TV show that you're on? But also look at our little toys of you, blah, blah, blah. So I, I kind of imagine them like playing with them or like building things or whatever. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, you kind of brought up the D&D with, uh, with Joe Maginello and uh, Matthew yeah. Lillard. Um, that's actually what they're yeah. there for. Mm-hmm. They're doing, uh, like, a panel with Dungeons & Dragons, which is awesome. I actually didn't know that Dungeons & Dragons is with Hasbro. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Dan, I know you're the one that uh, brought this up. How do you really, like, super feel about this? I'm super excited, man. Like, I, I think it's so cool that they're bringing in so many big names for this. Um kind of to draw people in from all sorts of fandoms and stuff like that to be like hey i know this guy let me let me tune into this see what they have to say like you know for we were just saying the dungeons and dragons panel it's going to be matthew lillard and joe maginello and then they're also going to have a star wars panel several of them with uh d bradley baker and um ashley Eckstein. and then of course they're going to have the one that i'm most excited for is this transformers panel where they're going to show off a lot of the new stuff that they're going to be coming out with later this year, early next year. And also they're going to be talking about the uh, second part of the Netflix Transformers show that just premiered a few months ago in, what was it, July, I believe it was? Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be the three-parter, <laughs> whatever it was, June, July, I think it was July. Uh, it was a three-parter Transformers Netflix series where the first one was entitled Siege, and then this one is going to be entitled Earthrise, and I think they're going to maybe give us a little trailer into that, which, you know, as a huge Transformers fan, I'm so excited for. And um, also stuff with the Power uh, Power Rangers panel, a Ghostbusters panel, and uh, a G.I. Joe panel, just a whole bunch of, like, really awesome uh, entities that Hasbro has control over and I'm just excited to see what they have to offer. And there's going to be a whole lot of like uh, convention exclusives that are going to go on sale, I think, starting tomorrow. So definitely going to keep an eye out for those, see what they have. Definitely, yeah. It's very exciting to see something completely brand new. Like, this is the first year for it. And it's really shocking. I was looking up articles, like news articles and stuff like that. No one's reporting on this. Mm-hmm. So it's very, it's, I, I don't know what Get it is. I don't know if like, it's a media blackout. With us. Thank you. Yeah, Geek oh, Day yes. Breaking News. Hasbro. 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 <laughs> Sponsor us. Sponsor us. We got your back. I'll wear Hasbro. I'll wear. I like Transformers. Yeah, you know, I'll, yeah, he likes Transformers. <laughs> he, can build, he can build a Transformer on stream. Hasbro. Hook it up. Hook it up. Um, just one last thing. I just want to go this real quick just because I'm a, I'm a Microsoft sellout and I really want them to sponsor yes. us. Microsoft bought uh, Bethesda. Uh, well, the parent company uh, for Bethesda for $7.5 million. I'm not going to read the entire article because we're running out of time. But basically, this means that every Bethesda, Bethesda Softworks, Bethesda Game Studios, ID, uh, id Software, Zenimax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, and Alpha Dog and Roundhouse Studios, all those games are going to be going Xbox Game Pass. I will live and die by Xbox Game Pass. If you have an Xbox and you have $10 a month, buy it. Or get the $24.99 Xbox Ultimate to get it on PC, get uh, on your Xbox, and then also pay for your uh, Xbox Live Gold. It is absolutely worth it. You will find so many brand new games, and you're going to be able to get everything from the Bethesda archive on Xbox Game Pass. That's Skyrim, that is uh, Fallout, that is uh, Prey, that is... Uh, I had an entire uh, Dishonored. Doom. Uh, Doom. You're going to get Doom. You're going to get all these. Oh, Wolfenstein. You're going to get Wolfenstein. There's so many games. There's so many games, guys. So uh, I just wanted to say that because I think it's going to be super awesome. It's not out yet. Give it a month, probably. I'm not too sure. Um, 
The Evil Within. Yeah, absolutely. Like someone's uh, Game Pass is absolutely worth it. Uh, Nick is saying New Vegas 2. That's a possibility now. Like it's so crazy. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to go ahead and throw that in at the very last second because I'm very excited. It's very worth it. Microsoft, I love you. Please sponsor me. Give us the Game Pass a sponsorship. I know, I know you do it. <laughs> I, I see streamers that have it. Just give it, give it here. I'll play all your games on stream. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. I swear he, to God. He will do it. I, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> don't, don't dare me. Don't threaten me with a good time, Microsoft. Careful, he's a slut. Uh, but, <laughs> but that is it for our episode today. So thank you so much for coming to. I was gonna say to the Xbox Game. Oh Lord. Thanks so much for coming to the Geek Day podcast. Where we turn your weekday into a geek day. Uh, you can catch us every single week here on Twitch.tv slash the Geek Day podcast at 8 p.m. Central Time each and every week, unless. We say um, uh, we, we unless we say not, but you can follow us down below at Geek Day Podcast on Twitter. You can get every, all of our single, uh, all of our Geek Day Podcast news and get into our little bubble. We have a lot of stuff that we're going to be announcing very very soon. So we have a lot of more new content coming out for you. Yes, I mean you. I'm pointing right at the camera. Yes, Uncle Sam. Right, right, right you, Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. Wants Uncle you Sam. I want dead. you dead. <laughs> they want you dead. Well, Geek Day Podcast wants you alive. And following us on all of our social media nice. accounts, uh, and watching each and every weekday, or or if, if you're if you don't want to watch live, go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, look up the Geek Day Podcast there, and you can just you can listen to us, you can watch us there, edited by uh, me. Don't watch us there, please. Uh, edited by Dan, you can hear Dan's lovely voice in the very beginning of this week's po- oh last, last week's podcast, week's. giving us a really nice uh, disclaimer. And apparently, there's a very nice surprise waiting for me at the end of the show. So I'm gonna go listen to that and gonna go tweet about it probably. So you can follow us on our own twitters. Uh, you can follow Dan at Dad Joke Dan, uh, Dad Joke Dan with underscores between each word. See, I, I finally got it. Finally got it. Got finally it. Got yes. It. And then Nat at Popceptive. Don't know how to spell that. Good luck. If you just go to one of our follower lists and you will see her there. And you can follow me at I'm Robbie T with three E's at the end of it. That's T-E-E-E. So thank you so much for watching us. And we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Sort of lost my mind at the end. Yeah, I can tell. That was... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha.